Kia ora koutou. welcome to the Unpacking Your Indigenous Roots podcast. I'm Amy, your host and Indigenous coach. If you're an Indigenous woman on a journey of reconnecting to your roots, redefining your beliefs and really claiming your space, then this is the podcast for you. Each episode, I'll share with you real-life experiences and self-coaching strategies that will support you to navigate your world when it comes to things like identity, belonging, reconnection, and potential. So get comfy, grab your journal, and get ready to unpack your Indigenous roots. No my haramai, let's get into it. How many times have you found yourself stuck in a place that you just don't want to be? Stuck in a place and you feel like there's just reason after reason after reason as to why you can't shift. Today on the podcast, that's where we're going. We're going down that path of exploring and unpacking what it means when you are stuck in a place that you don't want to be or when you are you know, feeling like you're missing out on something or feeling like you don't have something that you really wish you had. We're talking about taking responsibility for yourself, which is really one of the key foundations of coaching, right? Like when we come into coaching, we're looking at creating new self-awareness, opening our eyes up to things that we may not have seen before. We are looking at taking action towards goals and aspirations. So really stepping out of our comfort zone And of course, we're looking at taking responsibility for ourselves, taking control, taking ownership of where we want to go in life, right? Taking control of what our goals even are, owning them, and then taking responsibility for the actions that are required to be able to achieve those goals. So I want to start off by sharing a little bit of a story. Because as with all topics, there's always a story that comes with it. I was stuck in a place for a number of years as a Māori, wanting to have my reo, knowing that I didn't have my reo, but really creating a whole bunch of excuses and reasons as to why I couldn't just go and do the thing, go and learn te reo. And what I know about situations like this is... We can't, we get really good at justifying our excuses, really good at um, believing the reasons that we come up with. And so for a really long time, I had things like, I just don't have time to go and study. You know, it's it's shown as a full-time course at Te Wānanga Aotearoa. I can't do a full-time course when I'm in early years of business or even when I'm in a corporate role. There's a wait list at Te Wānanga so what's the point in even trying? Like, why even bother putting my name down? Because I'm not going to be able to do it when I want to do it. That instant gratification isn't there, so what's the point? It's hard. The idea of going and learning a language at my age seems hard. It seems really difficult. You know, there was a whole heap of blaming going on. Blaming others who have impacted or influenced this position that I'm in right now, whether that be my parents for not speaking it in the house or whether that be you know, the school system for not creating more opportunities for us to learn or whether that be colonization for taking it away from us 
before we were even here on this planet. I know this sounds hard to stomach some of, all these blaming and excuses and reasons that I was creating, but ultimately, here's what was going on. It was my ego telling me that, you know, you don't need to do this. It's obviously not meant to be. You don't want it enough. You know, I, you don't even need to start at the beginning level because you already know some to do. Surely that's enough. Surely having a little bit is better than having nothing. And there are plenty of other things for you to focus on right now. So don't worry about it at the moment. Don't go and do the thing. How many times have you been in a situation like that? Everyone's got a story like that, right? Like where you have held yourself back so well with these reasons, these excuses, these justifications. And it's kind of confronting to think about some of those things that I was telling myself blaming other people how often do we blame other people for the position that we're in what's the government's fault it's my parents fault it's my teacher's fault it's my husband's fault yes there are elements there that we can't control but when we remember that circle there are three circles what's within our control what's within our influence and what's outside of both we need to focus on what's inside the control circle. And all of those things I can control. I can't control what's happened in the past. I can't go back and undo colonization. I can't go back and, um, you know, instill belief systems in my family so that I had a different upbringing. I can't go back and change the education system. But what I can do is I can make a decision today and do things differently from today. I can put myself on the wait list despite having to maybe wait a year or two. I can step up and do the things that are hard. I can prioritize and make time for it. I can start at the beginning even though I feel like and and really the ego feels like it's better than the beginning. It's better than and then doing that because actually it's a humbling experience to start from the start. So I'm laying the foundations here, team. I'm, I'm laying out the story as to how we talk about the idea of taking responsibility and taking control because I can't just jump all the way to telling you what does it look like when you take control of your own situation? How do you be 100% responsible for yourself. I've got to show you how it shows up in our everyday life in order for you to understand what your awareness might be. You know, unpacking for yourself right now. What's your story? What's your thing? What is something that you have been telling yourself a really good story about that stopped you from doing something? What can you do differently this year that you can take control of and take responsibility for. Well, like I said before, it's kind of confronting. You know, it's it's a addressing the ego. It's addressing the excuses. It's acknowledging the fact that you even have excuses. But what's sitting underneath all of those really loud voices is a fear or a block. Something that is influencing your behavior. And for me, 
one of those fears really was about fear of failure, you know, fear of getting it wrong. Here I am, an Indigenous woman, a Māori woman, in my 30s, going to school to learn the language that really I should have had from day one. And what if I get it wrong? What if I don't understand? What if I don't grasp the concept? What if I can't remember all the words? That's tough, right? And so instead of putting ourselves in that uncomfortable position, when fear of failure shows up, we hold ourselves back. We create reasons to not put ourselves into that space where we could make a mistake or where we could get it wrong or where we could be pulled up on doing something incorrectly. Another fear that I know that was showing up for me, well, it's not so much a fear, actually, it's more of a block, but the block was shame. And if you are a Brene Brown fan, just like me, you will know that shame and vulnerability is something that we should be leaning into, not leaning away from. The the shame and the embarrassment of having to start from scratch, start at day one, but mostly there was a piece there around having to start at the position that my children are starting at. You know, my children are seven and nine today, right now, who knows how old they'll be when you're listening to this, but right now they're seven and nine. And when I started my te reo journey two years ago, they were learning the same things as me. And again, the ego is showing up saying, oh my goodness, you should not be learning what a five and a seven-year-old is learning. You're well beyond this. Bring in the humility. Bring in the humbling experience and remind yourself that actually this is, the, this is all part of the journey. This is all part of what you need to learn and what you need to go through in order to get there. So I want you to have a think about your situation. You know, what is it? What is the fear? What is the block that is influencing the situation that is creating these reasons, these excuses? Because we all know that beneath words, beneath those surface level excuses, beneath the ego is something that is wanting to protect us, something that is wanting to keep us safe. A fear of failure wants us to keep wants to keep us safe. It wants to protect us from feeling hurt. A fear of um, judgment again wants us to pro- wants to protect us from being hurt or ashamed or embarrassed or vulnerable. A fear of being vulnerable wants to protect us from feeling outside of our comfort zone. Wants to protect us from the unknown. What is that fear? What is that block for you? It's time to confront it. And then once we've done all that, once we've done all the deep work, all of the unpacking, the exploring, we can then approach the situation with some good old self-compassion and kindness. And this is where we step up and we start to take 100% responsibility for ourselves, and we start to take control of the situation. Now, I am big on self-compassion. I am very much a believer in you actively practicing that idea of 
treating yourself kindly, treating yourself how you wish to treat others. You know, so often we menarchy other people, we care for other people, and we even care for the environment, and we care for the spaces that we're in, and we forget to care for self. And so in this particular instance, we're talking about caring for our inner being, right? Being compassionate with ourselves, understanding that we are not perfect, understanding that we're on a journey. And for me in particular, in in this story, it was really approaching the situation with compassion around the understanding that I am starting, you know, that I am in the beginning. And how amazing is that? How wonderful is it that we are taking a step here, that we are approaching this situation and that we are moving through it rather than continuing to create excuses, reasons, justifications. I want you to lower the perfection expectations. And if you're anything like me, perfectionism is a very old friend who's been on your back for a very long time. But lower the perfection expectations, okay? Just start. Just do one thing. Just one day. Just one lesson. One moment. Whatever that one thing is. This is what it means to take responsibility for yourself. By doing the thing. And I want you to start to reframe the excuses. This is a great opportunity. This is a great way that you can learn alongside others. It's great that other people are wanting to learn too and that it's created a wait list. How awesome that the language is thriving in that way. This is something that I can learn alongside my kids. We can do this together. This is something that I am choosing to prioritize the time for. And do you know what? Let's just talk about time for a sec because time is often a reason, justification, excuse, whatever you want to use. It is often um, one that is used for a lot of a lot of situations like this. Whether it is learning your language, whether it is exercising, whether it is um, feeding yourself well and preparing great food whether it is travel, whether it is seeing family, whether it is spending time with other people, whatever it is, time happens to be the one that shows up the most. Money is another one, but we won't go there today. Uh, So the reframing of time is I am choosing to prioritize this time. And by saying that out loud, by saying that you choose, you choose, to prioritize the time is you taking responsibility for the importance of this particular journey, the importance of of learning te reo for me, the importance of um, taking care of your tinana, you know, going to the gym or going for a walk or feeding yourself great food, the importance of um, reading a book, you know, looking after your hiningaro, or spending time with Fano, whatever that is, that is your choice to prioritize those things. Because the flip side of that is when we create all these excuses and we say that we don't have time, what we're really saying is that it's not a priority for me. It's not something that I want to make time for. 
And very seldomly will people actually mean that, right? Like it's it's a um it's a clash of values really because often you really value the thing that you want that you're stuck or you're holding back from. You really value spending time with your family. You really value your language and your culture. You really value your health and your well-being. However, you're clashing with the idea of actually I have to pull time away from something else and prioritize it there because that's what my value is the alternative is you know giving up some work time or or maybe it is giving up some time with other people so that you can do the thing or maybe it is getting out of bed a little bit earlier or going to bed a little bit earlier whatever it is Time is a really, um, really interesting concept and I could do, you know, many podcast episodes on the idea of time and unpacking how we approach time because it is so important to understand that every single person has 24 hours in the day, right? I, I can't break it down to you and how many minutes that is and how many seconds that is, but every person has 24 hours in the day. We choose how we prioritize our day. Yes, there are privileges involved that allow us to have access to some things that maybe not all people have access to, but also we choose how we spend our day. So even at the most basic end, we choose to get out of bed in the morning. We choose to go back to sleep at night. We choose the times of day that we have our meals. We choose where we go. You know, we, we can choose not to go to work. The repercussions of that is potentially we get in trouble for not going to work, right? But we can make that choice. We can choose to go and learn at Te Wananga Aotearoa. The flip side of that is... We don't spend as much time at home in the business or in in the house. So there are choices there that we have to make. What this podcast is all about is the idea of taking 100% responsibility for those choices, right? So it's, it's owning the control that you have in your life. It's owning the responsibility that you have and no longer passing that out to anyone else no longer putting that on someone else's shoulders you get to decide you get to be responsible you get to own the choices and the decisions that you make which is both a privilege and perhaps perhaps you see it as something of a burden you know perhaps it's perhaps it's a little bit confronting to own the decisions that you've made in the past. But don't worry about that because you know what? It's a new day. We get to make new decisions each day. We get to choose a different way. So this is your opportunity to take 100% responsibility for yourself and choose a different way. I really hope you've enjoyed this uh, all today on the idea of taking responsibility for self, taking control of your life. And just me sharing with you my journey of of adopting that mindset in my trail journey, right? Because as an Indigenous woman who did not grow up 
uh, with my language fluently, it it's maybe something that resonates with you, maybe something that you too have been along that pathway through. So I'd love to hear what you think. If you um, have listened to this episode, drop me a message on Instagram, on Facebook, pop me an email, let me know your thoughts. I also want to encourage you to head over to my website. There is a brand new quiz available on my website at amymclean.co.nz slash inner dash voice dash quiz. Okay. Um, or just head to amymclean.co.nz and you'll find it at the top. Take the quiz. This quiz is all about finding your inner voice and it's all about understanding what is the natural tendency or what is your favorite preference when it comes to making decisions or the pathway that you follow and this is really helpful and really important work to do when you're thinking about things like taking 100% responsibility for self because it's great to know who is the inner voice that is influencing impacting and potentially guiding you in your day-to-day Right? Have you got an inner voice who needs to know all the details, who needs to know the checks and balances before it makes a call or before it makes a move? Have you got an inner voice that is in flow and just goes and does things without really thinking? Have you got an inner voice that is all about other people? Or have you got an inner voice that is all about success and competence? and um, being being a high achiever I'd love for you to jump over to my website amymclean.co.nz take the quiz and find out what your inner voice is today 